you found Rebirth, a podcast that will help you let go and let life lead. I'm founder and author of the book as well, Kate Brenton. Thank you so much for making your time to be here. I want to give you a little show note for the episode that you're going to listen to now. I um, talk about St. Bridget and in this podcast, I reference the book um, Sacred Earth, um, Sacred Practice by John Philip Newell. And John Philip Newell um, talks about the the longevity of St. Bridget. And he is the one that makes a reference to Bridget being related to the Sanskrit word Brahiti. Brahati. I'm so sorry. I might be pronouncing that incorrectly and you can definitely send me an email. Brahati. B-R-I-H-A-T-I, which means brightness. And the author Newell says that she was the, quote, brightness deep in all things. And as such was described, quote, in terms of eminence rather than transcendence. Eminence rather than transcendence. So that is my additional cliff note for you to to, um, keep in the forefront of your mind as you listen to this episode, which talks to you about intentions and that you already know the answers. And those answers are coming from an eminence within you. It is an awakening of your brilliance. If you... um, are not convinced of that right now, then you found this podcast at the perfect time. There's no coincidences that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Little plug, if you are a creative and you know that something is ready to birth, there would be a phenomenal space for you to come to if you are someone that can understand like St. Bridget, white poetry and blacksmithing come together. Sit and Write is a space where mission-led authors bring together the spiritual and analytical sides of writing to bring their books to the readers that are waiting to read them. We have our cohort, our second cohort opening this February. We've extended to February 17th for you to sign up. If you're interested, go to katefrenton.com, click on the top where it says sit and write. It's a master class. You get a free 20 minute intake with me. Why? Because I want to hear what you're working on. I want to, I want to know that what the support you need to write your book, to reactivate your creative voice, to do your poetry, that we're the space for you. It's not about, we're changing the paradigm of looking outside and we're moving from internal inspiration. So if you're interested, go check out Sit and Write at katebrenton.com and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Rebirth. I'm your host and founder of this podcast, which is also a book you can find at your favorite bookseller. This episode, we're going to take another step further on leveraging intentions. So I'm going to be talking in metaphors for creatives and writers, but that's what life is about. We're here to create our own life. We've been taught something very different, especially if you have grown up in the American school system, which I was a part of. Um, Side note, I used to tell my students, you, you're in the generation that's here to break it. I was saying that in 2009 and I guess to, from 2004 and 2009, I was telling high school students that they're the generation that is here to, to break open the American ed- education system. I had no idea how on target I was. I digress, but really I don't because when we talk about in, in, intention, something that has come to the fore, like it just organically did right now, where I, where I tell you about how I talk to my students. I mean, I I literally remember, I can't say the student's name. I don't, you know, know where he is in the universe now, but 
He said to me, Miss B, if you know that these tests are wrong, why are you administering them to us? I said, because I'm the person that is teaching you that we need to break this apart. It's all about knowing our role and our place. And I think that's also why, <clears throat> and when I say place, some people will still be triggered by that word. But if you look at a team, you need to know your place in the team. You need to know the brilliance that only you bring and how to leverage that. And so that's where I mean, when I use the word place and discipline, we have a, we have a culture right now that is railing against any sort of definition. And that is just simply leaking personal power all over because true transformation comes from understanding containment, intentionality, and place in making that change happen. So let's bring it back to the episode that we're on. So this is a mini episode just of me next. This ties in also to next week where we're going to have a little bit of the of the Valentine's Day theme uh, with our special guest coming on, but which is connected to intention of who you're bringing into your field and why. Are you bringing in a long-term partner? Are you bringing in someone who will show you what you need to get so that you can bring in a long-term partner? It all, it's all about intention. And this this um, episode is coming out on Imbolc and on St. Bridget's Day. And I remember learning about St. Bridget with um, Maya Toll when I took her herbalism apprenticeship. You know, probably it was actually around the same time that I was a high school teacher. So I don't know exactly the year maybe 2006. We'll say 2006. I could be plus or minus a year. It was definitely before 2009 because I had left the Philadelphia area, but I took her herbal apprenticeship when she had a store in the Chestnut Hill area. And we would sit at a long wooden table and talk about herbs and Celtic goddesses and using plants as energetics and as healing modalities. And it just, it was just delightful. So I was, I was teaching at the time and I was learning about this and I was learning about other teaching modalities, which will be stories for another time, but it was a lot about the intention. And she taught us how to commune with the plants and have an intention and let the herbs guide you. And what I want to talk about with intention is you already know, whatever you're trying to figure out, you already know. And when you take the time to set an intention, it crystallizes your focus. It, it's like a, a sounding call out to the universe of what you are seeking to illuminate. Okay. Now we sort of think that intention and manifestation means instant gratification. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, well, let me give you an example. So um, my colleague and I, Claudine Walk, who's a book marketing magician. She says news, but I think she's a magician because she has an answer for everything. And she, her place, you know, in, in my understanding, her place is residing in this world of where solutions for authors exist. And my place in sit and write is offering containment for inspiration to come in tension and then get birthed into form right? Because it's very easy to say someday and to stay in the air of something. It's something else to pull it, you know, take the fire and the discipline and pull it out of the air into the earth, right? That is um, something very different and to water it, to give it the, the discipline, the nourishment, the time, the craft to bring it into form. So two of our authors in this cohort that's coming to completion, although 
the first class we just did was with the first evolution. It wasn't the first for Claudine and I of doing this work, but it was this first intentional container to bring in the spiritual and analytical and be very specific about that and not dress it up, but be very, very intentional about what we were wanting to bring, how we were wanting to harness our craft. And I've worked with writers for a very long time. If I do the math, I think it's fair to say 20 years now, which is shocking. Um, I might be a couple of years shy of 20. But my intentionality was different for sitting right. And I held a good contained boundary within within myself for that. And, and I was rewarded with these gorgeous writers. So holding that space, growing myself at the same time, because, you know, I whenever you're teaching, whenever you're holding a container, the truth is that the energy is reciprocal. So you are grown as you are growing. Two of our writers who have come to really complete or a, a fulfilled place in where they need to continue. Um, they had a similar journey of coming in with an intention and then having this circuitous undulation, meaning clear, not clear, writing, not writing. That's predictable. That's You can expect that. That's what alchemy does. You can, you go into uh, creation and then you're in the void creation and then the void. And one of the authors said, um, just a couple of weeks ago, she said, you know, the funny thing is now she's like, she's really clear on what she's doing now, like super clear. And she can take all the content that she's created and purpose it now. She said, you know, the funny thing is I'm doing exactly what I intended to do. I fought it. I couldn't see it. She's like, but with writing and the right questions and, and the fact that I did, I kept going because I've watched many of them, myself included, that if you don't have an external, this is for creating anything. This is for parenting relationships, businesses, paintings, gardening, you come against your edge and you're ready to stop. And if you continue past that edge, you are rewarded. You are rewarded. And it's the type of reward no one can take away from you. It's not a, a fleeting reward. It's it's an alchemical confidence from enduring. And so she said, this is so fun. And I almost gave up. I almost said, this is not for me. I can't do it. She said, but I stayed with it. And now it's really fun. And I'm actually doing exactly what I said I wanted to do. It's just in another form. Because here's the thing about intention. When something goes through that fire, when you go from the air into the fire, past the nourishment of the water, the earthen form might be different. So the reader might be like, oh yeah, this is the book you were always going to write. But the author's like, you don't know how many places I've shifted inside of myself to be able to birth that which was intended. So I've seen people recently say, you know, which I applaud. Um, there's another uh, colleague, Damini Salibre, and she has a great book on creativity. She was saying about how she's now living the intentions she has been working on for eight years. My friend Joe Longo, who's been on this podcast so many times, he is living the intentions that he's had for like a decade plus. And so there is something about those instant gratifications and the moving forward. And that is like this little rain that keeps the plant going, but for the roots to go for that seeded intention to really grow the fruit you need, the fruit you desire, the fruit that you were born to enjoy, fortitude and perseverance. 
fortitude and perseverance. So let me close with a little bit about St. Bridget. She persevered. I read something, this is not my original thought, um, about how her name, the root of her name in Sanskrit is Brahiti. Now I'm not, I'm not efforting to pretend Celtic and Sanskrit are the same thing. Okay. Or Gaelic and Sanskrit are the same thing. But when you look at personas and um, energies that have endured across time, right? She is the, she is the being that when Christianity came through, instead of being annihilated, she became sainted and she maintained the hearth and the fire of Celtic wisdom, right? Because she is the patron of home, hearth, poet, blacksmithing. Would you put poetry and blacksmithing together? And how would you now? And the fire, the fire of the metal and the fire of, of the creation in alignment with one emanation. And so when they talked about... um the Sanskrit root of the translation of her name, it is about the emanation of the light that is embedded as opposed to transcendence, but it is the awakening. The, the phrase that I use for myself when I tell people, you know, when I tell people why, what I do, and then I shied away from it because I was like, oh, that's not concrete enough. And, and that doesn't make any sense, but I am, I, I have True to what I said to you, your intention might take years to come to fruition, but you already know. So what I do is I awaken the brilliance within with my writers. They come, the writers I work with, they come with their intentionality and I help. It's like bumper cart, like a bumper lanes in a bowling alley. When they go off from their alignment and they lean towards too much of what the world is asking, but away from what their divine alignment is. I bump them back with questions and reflections and exercises to remind them of what they already know. When I work with my um, holistic clients and I do in-person healing work or coaching, it's the same thing. It is not, it is honoring this, the container and the space of bringing light back so the person can awaken their own brilliance within. And so that intention is like a seed, right? So in bulk is about those seeds in the earth and the, in the belly of the mother and the warmth starting to come and the fire needed the alchemy for that to crack, that seed to crack and it to push, right? The fortitude to push through the darkness to arise, right? That seeded intention needs the fortitude to grow. That seed has the, as I, there's an episode I talked to you about with Steiner's, as you know, if, if you have a seed and you have water and you have soil, there's something else present that births that seed. It is not just the collection of those things. There is a divine intelligence. And no matter what our world is telling us, we are descendants of that divine intelligence. We are not here to manipulate it. We are here to align with it. And so those intentions, those seeds that come is the indication that you already know your answers. Don't get lost when you're pushing through the dirt and the soil and the coldness, which is creating the fortitude for you to grow rooted and rising into the intention and to the answers and to the creation that you were already knew you were here for. So 
on this day or whenever, which for us, when the recording is happening is in the Northern hemisphere and that, that hearth light, that inspiration, the awakening of the brilliance. But whenever this podcast finds you is the day for you to reclaim that light. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you being here.